Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to my Dolly Mama and my friend Joe. Happy birthday, both of you. Amazing. I know you woke up happy today. I know God's arms are wrapped around you. Enjoy. Know that you are loved. Have fun with your family. And know that you are truly blessed. 12,895 listeners of this podcast are wishing you the best on your birthday. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. My mother's favorite prayer, Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, And every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body and make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I've been praying that prayer this week. I felt some stiffness and some soreness, and sure enough, it has dissipated. So thank you, Lord. For hearing my prayer. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. 
And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace and taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I will be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. And listeners, join me as I open up my Bible. At the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. Amen. Happy birthday. It's a holiday. <laughs> Stay right there. We'll be right back. So glad you came to join me today. We're going to get these blessings started. And now some beautiful passages from the author Joni Tada from A Spectacle of Glory. She writes, lonely people sometimes develop the habit of looking inward, which only breeds more loneliness. And God wants us to be looking outward to the needs of others. The scripture Philippians chapter two, verse four reads, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And his attitude was, he prayed for the people around him. He struck up conversations and asked people questions about themselves. He observed needs and met them. And how you react when you enter into a crowded room is important. Are you fearful? Are you wondering what people will think of you? Are you afraid no one will talk to you? Well, you might want to give these actions some thought. You should be saying, who seems to be in need of a little friendly conversation? How can I show Christ's love to someone in this room? Listeners, start conversations 
that are focused on others rather than on yourself. Pray with me. Lord, it's so difficult to forget about myself. I struggle sometimes to put my problems, worries, and concerns in the background in order to focus on someone else. Once again, I need you to enable and empower me to do something I don't feel very inclined to do. People need to see your love and concern reaching out through me. Amen. We are counseled to be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. We're the make, we are to make the most of every opportunity, and it takes courage to reach out to others. It isn't always a risk. It helps us to recognize that every acquaintance we make is a divine encounter. There's really nothing random about the people who cross our paths. You can count on the fact that God has been at work in one that you meet just as he has been at work in you. When you approach new people with this outlook, you take a bold step beyond your feelings of insecurity. If the person you meet is an unbeliever, Show an interest in their life, always looking for an opportunity to speak a word about your relationship with Jesus and show your love. If the person is a believer, find out what God has been doing in their life and all the while silently ask the Holy Spirit to show you how to open doors as it pleases him. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, I know you seek a relationship with every man, woman, and child on the planet. Help me to be wise in the way I treat people and the way I speak to them. Help me to see people through your eyes and make the most of every opportunity. Amen. And listeners, Loneliness and discouragement are sad sisters who usually work together. When you feel lonely, discouragement quickly follows. And sometimes you can even be busy in God's work and find yourself discouraged. In the book of Ezra, we catch a glimpse of the devil's strategy against God's people. Scripture makes it clear that the devil's plan is to discourage the people and make them afraid, to work against them and frustrate their plans. If the devil can, he will try to isolate you, to separate you from the rest of God's children. And once he gets you alone, he tries to make you feel as though your efforts are wasted and that your life is useless. Do not let this happen. Listeners, stay active in a strong local group. Do your best to plug into a fellowship group, maybe even a Bible study. Reach out to friends in Christ and try to spend time with them. It's not just nice, it is vital to our survival. 
And the author of the Hebrews commands us to encourage one another daily. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, your word says you are the God who gives endurance and encouragement. I praise you for that truth and claim it as my own today. Help me not to withdraw and isolate myself during difficult times, but rather to find a friend and to be a friend. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back with some more inspiration. Stay right there. And here's some good news from God's purpose for your life. You have to realize that you are eternally secure in your salvation with Jesus. And this is because nothing in all creation has the power to take anything out of the omnipotent grip of God, including you. John chapter 10 verse 28 says, I give eternal life to them and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. We may have doubts or fears, we may make mistakes and even sin, but we cannot lose our salvation. We simply do not have that power. So once we've truly trusted Jesus as our savior, we are safe in his hand. And this is because along with receiving forgiveness of our sins, we've also received Christ's life. He promised that he would not leave us orphans fending for ourselves, but instead he would send us the Holy Spirit to be with us forever. And through the Holy Spirit, who seals us for the day of redemption, Jesus abides with us and dwells within us to help us live the Christian life. There is not a verse anywhere in scripture indicating your redemption lasts only for a season. Of course, that isn't a license to sin, but rather it is a reason to rejoice, to praise God, to walk holy before him and to obey him out of gratefulness. Pray with me. Jesus, thank you for keeping me secure forever. I rejoice in your awesome provision and love. Amen. And we are also encouraged to get specific. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 30, verse 21 says, Your ears will hear hear a word behind you, and this is the way, so walk in it. Listeners, as you wait to hear from the Lord about how we want you to proceed in the situations that concern you, listen especially for the specifics of what he's communicating. Not only will the Lord show you the direction in which you are to move, but he will also reveal when and how to carry out what he wants you to accomplish. You know by now, that he likely won't give you all the details you desire, but he will certainly give you the information you need 
to take the next step in wisdom. As you proceed in what God is telling you to do, look for confirmation that you've heard him correctly. That corroborating word may come as you read scripture. It may come through friends. You'll find it in a Bible study or as you listen to sermons. But ask God to verify what you've heard him say so that you make no mistake in direction, methodology, or timing. I repeat, ask God to verify what you've heard him say so that you make no mistake in direction, methodology, or timing. And take heart, listeners. Once you say to the Lord that I am trusting you to show me when and how to move, it is then the Lord's responsibility to prompt you to act. So do not fear or succumb to pressure to move ahead. You'll know exactly what to do when the time is right. Amen. Jesus, I trust you to show me when and how to proceed. Amen. Oh, such nuggets of knowledge. I love it. I love it. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. At times, listeners, we may feel doubtful of our calling because we feel inadequate, sinful, and unworthy of representing the name of Jesus. When people truly want to dedicate their lives to Christ, they go through some of the deepest times of brokenness. If this is you, take heart. It is true that the closer you get to God, the more you will be aware of your mistakes and failings. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. But realize that the Lord does not reveal your faults to condemn you, but to heal you, to forgive you, and to cleanse you from all that keeps you bound so that you can become all that you were created to be. He also wants to teach you that he is the one who accomplishes his will through you, not you. So you must depend on him regardless of what he calls you to do. Today, allow your brokenness and inadequacy to serve as a reminder that you reflect his glory. It doesn't originate with you. Rely on him completely for any assignment. And that's hard to do, but you got to do it, listeners. He calls you to accomplish things that people will experience and be saved. Jesus, the work that you call me to is for your glory, not mine. I realize that. May people see you in whatever you call me to do. How about that? Amen. We'll be back right after this brief pause.
and God's promises day by day. Psalm 121 verse 3. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. The Lord is a personal God, not limited by time or space. One who inhabits the hearts of all who believe in him. Therefore, no temple or building can contain his presence because he is eternally present throughout the universe. Have you ever thought that God is with you in all you do and all you say throughout the day? He's not just present in the morning, listeners, when you awake. He is with you in the grocery store, in the doctor's office, when you go to work, even at play. No matter where you go, God goes with you. Amen. And Matthew chapter 24, verse 44. Be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Every person who has ever lived will be present at the final gathering. Every heart that has ever beat, every mouth that has ever spoken, on that day, you will be surrounded by a sea of people, rich, poor, famous, Unknown, kings, bums, brilliant, demented, all will be present. And all will be looking in one direction. All will be looking at him, the Son of Man, wrapped in splendor and shot through with radiance. Amen. That's God's promise. In God's way, day by day. It says, new every morning. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. The one who meets our needs is fresh and he is new and his supply every day. He doesn't give us stale leftovers. His supply is precisely what we need in the moment we need it. Everything he gives us is fresh. Everything he gives us is new. Everything he gives us is alive. Everything he gives us is vibrant and everything he gives us is powerful. We cannot awaken on any given morning and be without God's mercies and his compassion. Regardless of what we've done or said the day before, God is with us in a fresh, new relationship every morning. Amen. Thank you, God, that it is new every morning. 
Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Let us pray. Father, help me to watch for your movement and to cooperate with your plans for me today. Make me sensitive to your spirit so I will hear your divine intelligence report and know how to navigate this terrain in the spirit. Let your supernatural wisdom and understanding be upon me today. Open my ears to hear the symphonic movements of the spirit with clear, crisp transmission. Cause me to move in sync with your perfect will for me, with your perfect will for my family, with your perfect will for my community, my work, and my church. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, I am your representative in the earth realm. I stand in authority I have in you and command the spiritual climate to shift, the economic climate to shift, the social climate to shift, the political climate to shift, and the atmosphere around me to be filled with the glory of God. I declare and decree that the environment in my home, in my workplace and region is suitable for my ministry, for my family, my business, my ideas to thrive and to be used to advance your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, amen. I sure have missed you, Joe. I hope we can come back together. I do cherish our friendship. Hang right there, listeners. We'll be right back. Thank you for coming to pray with me today. I hope you come back tomorrow and we can do it again. Be sure to visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. God loves you. Be blessed. Bye for now.